how do you handle the feeling when all of a sudden things change and you just feel completely thrust away from your comfort zone? So Annalena found a lot of comments and a lot of writings into me about specific topics. So would you like to just ask me the question? The big one was I made the title of this when you just can't trust a man. Yeah, yeah. That's really, really big. So we've been talking about ultimatums and what that looks like. And when it's actually more about can you do you feel safe with him? Is your relationship a sanctuary or are you just needing a way to get out of that? And that sounds really extreme. And yet that's something that's kind of on the table here is how, how do we trust a man or are we, are we in a relationship with a man because we don't trust ourselves? Which again, it sounds weird, but when you, when you talk about it, you really bring this epiphany um, to the table. Also talking about confrontation and fear, but kind of just lumping that together. <laughs> Let's, let's uh, solve the world in 20 minutes, this is really. Um, trust is a big word. So let me ask you first, and if anybody specifically has anything, you know, they'd like to say about this, trust how? Do you not trust him with taking care of your basic needs? Do you feel you have to ask all the time or explain? I'm looking at Natalina now, so you can see I'm looking down instead of you or the camera. So. Can you not trust him to know about basic needs for affection, attention, sex, um, consideration of your feelings, consideration of what you might need, instinctive trusting so that you don't always have to ask. That's, that's a very mild form. And then the other one is um, even when I ask, he belittles me, he makes me feel unsafe for asking. So that would be another one. I don't feel safe even asking. And another one was, is, uh, you know, I don't feel safe. I can't trust him with other women. There's a big deal. I can't trust him for being loyalty. I can't trust his loyalty. Can you think of another aspect of this? And then we can kind of zero in on one. I can't trust him with other women, which we hear, we hear a lot about that, but like, opening that up further like you don't trust the way that he talks about you to anybody what would that look like you're out in public and you or he's going out in public and the way he talks about you to his friends the way he talks about you to maybe one of those women that you're scared of uh, i will post it i will say it that way because that's how it feels to me like i'm scared of these other women that they have that, that they can take something away from me which is really really scary like hit getting the report back or even just feeling in your guts like the discomfort of uh, you know oh the old ball and chain at home jealousy jealousy yeah it's part of this is it feel like jealousy and i think jealousy is pretty natural for all of us disappointment flat out disappointment you know during the the high high days of covid it was lovely you know, nobody went anywhere. You had them all to yourself, right? And you were the one he trusted because you were the only one that, you know, was around all the time and yay. And now everything's opening up and it's terrifying. All of a sudden, you know, my husband has a band. 
I went to see his band play and there are women everywhere and he's on stage and he's cute and he's got a guitar and and there are people, you know, he's got a drummer and, you know, there are girls dancing and flashing right in front of the stage there. What am I supposed to feel? How could it not come up for me? Oh my gosh, they're young. I'm not. Oh my gosh. They're used, he, you know, I'm just a, a rag that he's used to, whereas, uh, you know, they're all new flesh. And I don't have that problem. I mean, I don't have that going on. I'm so fortunate. Is it because I don't have that in my makeup? Or is that because my husband, Jeffrey Mark Levine, does not uh, in any ever way even show that spark of interest or I get that with any other woman anywhere. So what is the scale of that? You know, I've been with many other guys and it's the good guys who love you, who you never worry about that with. You just don't. You just know that they know what they have and they're not stupid. And then there's the guys who are good guys, but they're just kind of stupid. I mean, stories in stupid. I mean, everybody should know about Me Too now, right? Everybody should know about that. Every man should know you don't text a woman. You don't, if you're her boss, you don't speak to her in private. Like, you know, you just don't do that stuff. But men still do it. They're still stupid. Even smart looking men and smart men still do that. And they go, what? But I was just, you know, I, you know, I didn't mean that. They're still doing it. So there are these gradations of good men, right? How does the wife feel about celebrity men who are constantly around gorgeous women dressed to the nines? Well, and on the other hand, you see women who are celebrity women who have a tough time really solidifying a relationship. I look at Jennifer Aniston. Look at how long it took Halle Berry, who is, for me, the most beautiful woman that's ever existed. And, you know, I just love knowing that who she is and then finding out how insecure she's been her whole life and how she's always attached herself to abusers and narcissists. And I go, it has nothing to do with how beautiful you are, how talented you are, how accomplished you are, how much other people think of you. And it has nothing to do with the men. It has something to do with the way we were taught about who we are. And it takes maybe sometimes a lifetime to undo that training. And I know even when my first marriage is falling apart, and that's a whole discussion sometime, you can hear that whole story if you want, how um, really unaware I was of what was causing it to fall apart. And so much of it was that I had shut down. And my shutting down was not like what I teach now, which is distance. Distance is different from shutting down. So when you shut down emotionally, the first thing a man thinks is, she doesn't like me. She doesn't think well of me. She's rejecting me. I'm not good enough. All his insecurities start to go and then he shuts down. And before you know it, yeah, he flirts with another woman because she's going to make him feel attractive and wanted, whereas you're shutting down. So that maybe is part of the first thing that happens with trust. If you feel a lack of trust with a guy, but he's not actually making you feel suspicious about his phone or who he's talking to, but something real, like a real cheating thing, 
but you just kind of feel insecure around him because he's handsome, he's nice, and you don't trust yourself. Well, the first thing to do is go, am I shutting down? Am I taking this fear and am I shutting down so that I'm pretending to be cool and chill and above all that? So first notice that is the insecurity I'm feeling making me shut down is my first move. And then you go to all the really self-love things that work, which are, you can't like say, um, I love myself. I don't need to feel this way. That's going to kill it. That's going to kill you. What you want to do is say, oh my God, I'm feeling so jealous. I'm feeling so insecure every time he looks at that girl who's dancing in front of him. I just, my heart goes, sinks down to my body. So what you want to do is your first instinct is going to be to shut down and to be mad at him. That's going to be your first instinct. And if you do that, that's going to push him away. And that's going to create more of that sensation of I don't trust him. Is this making sense as a step-by-step? In other words, it's like we make it bigger. We spiral down. One of my um, programs really talks about that spiral down, how easy it is. The first feeling you have that's ugly, you shut down around it. And then that pushes him away. And then he does something else that makes you feel even worse. And before you know it, it gets bigger and bigger and spiraling down and down and down. So instead, you want to catch yourself the first time you start to shut down around an ugly feeling like jealousy or insecurity or, oh, I'm so mad at myself. I didn't really do my hair. I didn't make my my makeup enough to make me feel good or whatever the heck you want to beat yourself up for. And the thing that you need to do, this step is, oh, my goodness. I just felt how bad I felt about this and how much I'm punishing myself and how much I want to hit myself and hit him because the situation is so painful to me. I actually feel like there is another woman that he's emotionally interested in, whether she's standing in front of me at a party that he's talking to or what, and what, you know, and I want to do something. No, first you go, I'm feeling this. This this self in me needs to feel loved and protected, not by him, but by me. So this is your first self-love move, which is, oh, I feel you. I feel that jealousy. I feel you want to kill that girl. And I feel you want to kick him across the room. And wow, that would be kind of interesting. What if I kicked him across the room? And you imagine that and you go, what if I, you know, poisoned her drink? I mean, serious violence is what we actually feel and think. So let's not sugarcoat it. We're not going, I wish you wouldn't talk. You want to kill her. You have violent feelings. They're down there from all the cartoons we've seen since we were little girls. And you just have to embrace it, literally. You have to go, whoa, I just wanted to kill her. I'd imagine it for a second and go, ooh, that doesn't feel so good. Gee, do I trust him? I don't know. Why can't I trust him? Because I never trusted anybody. And you and you riff through it. So if you have to leave the room and go to the bathroom, if you're in a public place, go do that and riff through it. And if you don't know what riffing is, um, all the coaches on Siren Island know how to help you with that. It is sort of feeling messages in real time big powerful tool it's in targeting mr right all laid out it's also on my blog for free um big 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 tool so you want to riff through the whole thing you know people trying to talk to you get out of there get in the bathroom go move into your bedroom if you're at your house get out of the common space get away from him and riff through it then 
you finally will get down to, okay, I kicked her, I kicked him, I want to read his phone, I want to read his phone, I don't trust him, et cetera, et cetera. Now what do I do? So you walk up to him and you have to kind of rewrite this in advance or have a Cyber Island coach help you write it and go, hi, honey, or on your first date or the next time he calls, don't do it by the phone. You have to be Zoom, at least see each other's face. And you go, hi, I got to tell you something. I felt so jealous the other night when I saw that woman talking to you. I wanted to kick her across the room and I wanted to kick you too and I hate that feeling of not trusting you and I know it's not anything you're doing is there anything that you know I don't want to be possessive and I don't want to be that person but I am that person that is me that is the way I felt there so is there anything you could think of to do that would help me you know in those circumstances and that's how you start your conversation and obviously you can't just go there you have to riff it through you have to find your real feeling you have to find the real cause you have to make peace with you with those feelings first before you can resent them out there no that's if, more, yeah. I'm sorry, go if ahead. you're in a place where you're still building skills in this area you're still getting emotionally triggered and this is difficult and then the man in the picture he also his skills are, are not even close to where yours are because you you know yeah. you've actually been working on it and you share something like i'm feeling really disturbed and he goes well that's on you something all right like first that. of all he shouldn't do that so let's talk about the two options the guy you want goes oh you feel jealous that makes me feel really good he's gonna go whoa all right i like that I'm jealous. Oh, okay <laughs> you told me you're jealous not you didn't hit me or ask me or or check my phone you actually let me know men are thrilled by that behavior i feel disturbed because you did something wrong is if we are letting that feeling out then we haven't riffed through it enough because it's not about him you're feeling disturbed because your inner workings are getting moved around and disturbed is not a negative bad feeling there is no such thing disturbed just means shook up shaken up is good i disturbed the beasts i disturbed the the order yeah, that's your job as a woman, for heaven's sakes, which is a whole other topic about why, how women can lead. And we need women to lead right now, but in a feminine energy way. So you can, it's, it's not like old times anymore. We're in a new chapter of fear and crazy. So if, you're, if you say, I feel disturbed when that happened, and he said, that's on you, then either... You said it with still the remnant of feeling that you were blaming him and he picked up on the blame rather than on helping you for what needs to go on with you. In which case you need to say again, oh, I really did not mean to blame you. I'm sorry if it came across that way. It's not your fault. I'm, you're, it's not your fault. I just had that feeling and I could use some help with it. If he still says, well, I can't help you, then he's really an asshole. I'm sorry. And you need to have a deeper discussion with him. He's an asshole at that moment. He is not unfixable. He just doesn't know any other way to do it. It's probably the way his father responded to his mother. It's probably the way his friends do it. He just, he's, he's at this level. You get to lift him at a higher level not by pushing him, but by example 
and by prompting him through your own depth. Yes, you have to be smarter and deeper than he is. That's the way women are. If you're going to be superficial, he's going to be superficial. If you're going to be blaming, he's going to be defensive. If you are vulnerable, he is going to hear you. If a man will not hear you when you are vulnerable, leave him. And I know there are lots of women who, who, who you know, say, get rid of that guy and everything. And I'm not that person. I think there's a lot of work to be done before you need to leave. A lot of work. You've got to find out whether you're blaming in your tone of voice. You know, sometimes I have to explain to my husband that I have to let him know that, you know, I know the words you said sounded were great. But the tone that I picked up from you, the tone of voice made me feel awful. And it's like, what? Well, my husband's able to go, okay, tell me more. Let me know if that happens again. Which 99% of all men that you should be involved with should be able to do. They should or be able to go, oh, yeah? Or grow into doing. Or grow into doing. Through example, through watching you be so brave as to be vulnerable. If you can be brave and be vulnerable, believe me, he recognizes that. And he goes, I can do that. And he'll try. And he'll start copying you. He'll start using feeling messages. He'll start copying you. You know, work. all he needs is a little safety and a little opening. You know, the only reason some men uh, spend time with other women is because they don't feel safe spending time with you. So if you don't feel safe, Yes, it may be something horrible and he may be terrible and you may need to leave him. But first, let's do all the other work on yourself in his company, which is if he's not, he not feeling safe, that's something we hardly ever think of. If you're not feeling safe, could it be because he's not feeling safe? And if you're not feeling safe, is there stuff you can do to help him feel safe without you know, turning yourself into a pretzel without doing something wrong that's not you. In other words, it has to be completely true. But it's very hard when you're first starting out with these deep systems of communication. I mean, we're talking about speaking from all the way down in your soul, not from, you know, the chatter that comes up to your head. And if you're new to that, even if you've been to a therapist for a long time, chances are that therapist never taught you to communicate from your depths. They taught you to explore it, but they never taught you to communicate from it. Because most therapists are just as screwed up as everybody else. So what you want to do is learn how to take yourself through from going from top to your depths, then finding the words, the beginner words, not the end result words, but the beginner words like I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that. Can you help? And, and then you start to feel more secure that way. And pretty soon you start to speak without clenching your belly, but really trusting that saying these words, no matter what he says, you're going to be okay. And if he does get defensive and if he does says you, well, that's on you, you need to say, wow, how can I, I understand that the feelings are mine. I understand that I'm having the feelings and you're not to blame. It's not your fault. I'm just having these feelings and I'm asking you as your partner to help me understand what we can do so that I feel better when this kind of thing happens. 
after a while, he may actually understand that you're not blaming him. Because he's standing there like all this time going, oh, what's he going to tell me I'm doing wrong now? What's the, what horrible thing did I do now? Every time you say something, even my husband flinches. I say, I want to talk about something. goes, what did I do wrong now? And I think to myself, wow, am I really creating that environment for him? Or is that just something in his head? And so the first thing I have to do is go, well, if I've created that environment, it's okay. I'm going to work it now because we, we react to every trigger. And then we go, wait a minute, I didn't mean to blame you. And all of a sudden we're off to superficial blaming and defending again. And if, if that's a pattern, blaming, defending, or opening up and he defends, right? And he shouldn't be defending if you're opening up, but he may not know how. So you have to keep it open. Oh, I heard that, you know, you, you know, I, I may have sounded like something was wrong or something was your fault. It's not your fault. I need help. And that is the truth. That is the utter truth. That's the only reason for a relationship. That's the only reason you're with this guy is to learn who you are. Please write down these scripts to practice. Yeah. Yeah, he feels that way and I don't want to do that. Yeah, he feels that way. He feels defensive. And yeah, you don't want to do that. He just keeps telling me he will not try and make me feel better. I need to work it out with someone else. He just keeps telling me he will not try. Okay, so what kind of things are you saying? Give me one example. What do you try to tell him? That he then responds, he can't help you feel better. We have an answer? Um, I think she's probably typing. Um, just knowing some of the situation from the past, this is a long distance relationship. All right, asking for clarity around a situation that may be coming from your masculine energy. I say I'm confused. All right, I'm confused. I don't understand why such and such and I need help understanding. Okay, so he doesn't like that language. It's just words, right? So let's try something else. How about this? Honey, I need some help. Just say, I need some help. What, what did I do wrong? I need some help. Nope, nothing's wrong. I just need to, I need some help. And he goes, okay, what do I do? And he's standing there going, what, what, what do you want help with? You know, and he go, well, last night, you want to talk about last night again? Yes, you have to get him used to it. Last night, something happened that really triggered me. And I know it was me. Is there any way we can work together to ameliorate this? And then he'll say, well, you just always have this problem. Okay, so now you have to talk deeper. You have to go. Um, I really hear how this is coming across as blame. And I, I got to tell you, honestly, it's not your fault. I just love you. I think you're awesome. And I just want to... I want to feel sexier with you. I want I want us to have the most amazing time and I can feel myself holding back. If you can help me with this, you know, I'll hold back less. And you just keep trying to speak with him in a way that makes him safe because in my experience, once we've shut down, no matter how good we are at expressing, that tone comes through of being mad at him. And he feels it. It just comes through. You have to actually keep riffing it through. And if you riff it with him, well, then, then you gotta, 
you have to riff it with him. And you have to realize that halfway through, he's still going to be like defending until he finally gets it. And he may never get it because you actually may never be communicating a clearness that it is not your fault. I want us to get closer. I just want to feel closer to you. I just want to feel closer to you. Say stuff like that. Yes, you've gotten offensive. So even if we don't say the words, he can feel it. Just like you can feel stuff from other people, he can feel it from you. You're a powerful woman. He can feel when you're feeling defensive and closed, and then he's just going to do the same thing. He's going to go, something's wrong. I'm getting my spear out. I'm just going to, you know, knock this away. He's going to deflect. He has lots of skills. All men have lots of skills for shutting down and shutting us down. And yes, it is your job to learn to communicate in the least blamey way. And sometimes it takes almost all of us a long time to get to the bottom of something that's bothering us in order to express it in a way that is not angry with him on a, enough of an emotional level that he can pick it up. I mean, we think he can't pick up. We think if we speak reasonably, you know, like, well, when this happened, I felt this. But he, he's, he's going to feel that, you know, you want to strangle him. And you do. It's in there. So all of this is the work that we're doing here is for you to get to the bottom and get, I want attention, I'm trying to get from, that's the problem and I know what you mean. So here's one quick thing that that has, that has you might notice. Are you starting a conversation just to connect? Are you out of nowhere, you feel the silence and you feel the disconnect and you start talking. Stop doing that. Just stop doing that. Smile at him. You get yourself out of that anxious place the anxiety of wanting to fix it. The, and, you're, and nothing may have happened between you. You're just feeling it. You have to riff it through. It's internal. You have to put words to it. You can't just think it through. You have to actually spew some words out until... Why do you think people wrote poetry all these years? You have to just speak it through until the words make sense to you and you can feel in your own body that you are not blaming him. You are actually expressing something that you want to feel differently about and you really want to connect. So then you'll say, honey, I just feel so quiet and disconnected from you. Can we hug? Can we talk? Can we have sex? Come up with an idea that would feel good. They love that direction. If you say to a man, what can we do? And he can never come up with something, then he's not the guy who's going to do that. So you have to come up with what you want. You have to actually say it rather than expect him to guess. I want to do this. I want to do that. Will you take a walk with me? This is all a serious learning thing. That's why I say stay with the guy until you learn it. Because once you get this down, then you'll go, you know what? He's not my level anymore. He doesn't have the guts to express himself and hear me and take care of me. He doesn't have it. I need another guy. That's why you have to continually keep circular dating at all times. You cannot commit fully or you're going to start dealing with anger and so many things that you're feeling. Riff them out, but circular date at the same time. Make sure though that your circular dating is not a little excuse to shut down around this guy. 
shut down around communicating with them. That is, that is something we need to always really help you. Circular dating is about learning how to take care of yourself and learning how to communicate in the way we're talking about with other people. Because if we're defensive with our man, we're probably defensive with everybody. They're just not getting close to, enough to us to set it off. But when people don't look you straight in the eye or they don't look appreciative of you, don't you feel triggered? I sure do. Like, oh, because that person doesn't like me. I have to actually go through it and go, oh my God, they have something else on their mind. It wasn't about me. You know, I, I tend to take, I was taught my whole life to take cues from other people in order to tell whether or not they liked me. And my whole goal in life is to be liked by people. And every minute of my life, I have to actually become be aware of that. Am I behaving? Am I saying this because I need to be liked by this person because I'm afraid what would happen if he didn't like me? I mean, it's sheer survival on an unconscious level for me. So there's a lot of stuff to go on here. Natalina, I know you can help. I hear you. Yes. I'm so glad I got that across. There are, there's so much for you to learn. And you can do it in a week or two weeks, depending upon how much you want to practice out there. And that's why it's really important to circular date because you need practice and it's important to have a coach just to have somebody to practice with who can actually tell you that felt defensive to me. That made me want to back off. That made me want to shut down. You can't get that from most people. Coaches who are trained by me properly can do that. They can say, whoa, that made me want to back up. Try it again. And it's not getting the words right. It's not getting the correct inflection like some technical actors. It's being a real actor where you really go down in the feeling. You know, if you want some time, I'll tell you how an acting class, a modern acting class, a modern acting class can really be um, the antidote here because it's practice and how having a buddy to practice with, getting your girlfriend on board here can really help you and really practice. That's the thing you need to know.